unlock the secrets to effective habit building. Today we're going to combine the powerful strategies from Atomic Habits and Tiny Habits to master healthy routines in just 10 actionable tips. Learn the art of starting small, leveraging behavior reinforcement, and transforming your identity for lasting change. Tune in to supercharge your habits and live your best life. Hey parents, welcome to Fulfillment Therapy. Do you wanna raise your kids better and have a stronger marriage? Are you up late at night researching marriage and parenting tools and self-care tips? Do you start each day hoping for deeper connections and less chaos, but it ends with family arguments and going 12 different directions again? My name's Kendra, wife, mom, therapist, and growth enthusiast. It wasn't until I discovered how to fulfill my unmet needs that I was finally able to show up as my best self, as a spouse and parent. I realized that by meeting my needs, I could more fully meet the needs of my family with more energy and less resentment. In this podcast, I teach parents skills like boundary setting, prioritizing personal needs, communication, and claiming ownership. Just like my clients, you'll be shocked by the improvement in your marriage, parenting, and personal life when you focus on fulfilling your important unmet needs. Ready to prioritize yourself so you can quit mentally throat punching people? Then grab those earbuds and head outside and let's walk and talk. Welcome back, my friends. It is always a pleasure to be here. I genuinely love podcasting. It's a big highlight of my week when I do these things. And I especially love this topic for today. Surprise, surprise. I know. (laughs) We are talking about habit mastery. So I'm going to give you some really actionable, super simple direct tips on how to actually master those habits when you may not have done so in the past. And before I jump into that, I want to talk about my live workshop that I'm going to be doing on refueling parents. So that's a 30-day winter reset blueprint. And I really cannot wait for this. This is coming up very quickly, and it's the best time of year to do this. This is literally one hour of your time, and I'm going to give you so much. There's giveaways, there's a bunch of free resources. You get to meet me in person. I say in person, it is actually online, but you know what I mean. Take that time to come and recharge and learn how to give yourself that much needed makeover in the middle of your cabin fever. I don't know about you, but I desperately need that. And that extra accountability that you'll get there too is going to be very instrumental in your success. Plus what we talk about today. Also, don't forget to find us in all the places on the social links that are provided and sign up for the Costa Rican Wellness and Adventure Retreat that is coming up in June. So sign up now. Go to fulfillmenttherapy.org. All right, you guys ready to jump into these amazing tips? (laughs) It kind of sounds like I'm trying to sell something, but I legitimately think they are so amazing. I kind of geek out on these topics 
and these books, and I especially love Atomic Habits by James Clear and Tiny Habits by B.J. Fogg. They really are the forerunners or the leading experts right now when it comes to implementing habits successfully. So I'm just going to jump right into these. We don't need to sugarcoat it or go into anything else. There's just these 10 habits that I'm really excited to talk to you about. All right, number one, numero uno. By the way, I am killing learning Spanish. I'm actually going to look on my phone right now what day I'm on. I'm on day 147 for my streak. I did not do so well with my streaks last time, but the fact that I can say numero uno is muy bien. Anyway, I digress. Number one, start small. This is from Tiny Habits. So begin with a small, easily achievable habit. For example, if you want to exercise daily, start with something simple like doing one push-up or taking a five-minute walk each day, and then eventually you build up from that. So maybe you already have a little bit of that. Like for me, I was too sedentary when I was working so much from home. So even though I have my morning workout, I decided that I needed to add a midday movement. It just started with walking around my neighborhood. And now it's a two mile loop in the afternoon. So remember, start small. Just start with that one thing. Maybe it's five push-ups for you, whatever it is. Number two, make habits atomic. So break down your habits into these atomic, manageable parts. That means focus on those tiny actions that compound over time. For example, instead of planning to read a whole book in a week, start with reading a page each night. So that's very similar, but we're just breaking it down to really small things. Like if you're writing a book, you're not going to be like, oh, I'm going to write a chapter today. That might feel really overwhelming, but if you say, yeah, I'm just going to write one page a day. That's it. Or maybe it's even one paragraph. So the reason these might have some overlap is because it's from Tiny Habits and Atomic Habits, and some of the concepts are the same. And that one, obviously, was just from Atomic Habits. So number three, use habit stacking. This is also from Atomic Habits. I really like this part. This is where you link new habits to established routines. You pair a new habit with an existing one so you can really solidify it. For instance, if you want to meditate daily, do it right after brushing your teeth in the morning. I'm trying to think of any other ones that I do. When I go to the gym, the first thing that I do when I walk in is I have all of my stuff already ready in the downstairs living room to instantly go right into my scripture and my journaling routine. So it's just this automatic doubled up routine. Number four, set clear cues. This is from Tiny Habits. Identify specific triggers that prompt your desired behavior. And I've talked about this before, an example like this. It's leaving your running shoes by the door to signal exercise or setting a reminder to drink water every hour. Those are really clear cues to help reinforce those habits. For me, it could be finishing lunch, like putting my dish in the sink, is this cue for me for the next thing, which is going on my afternoon walk. Number five, employ behavior reinforcement. This is from Tiny Habits. Celebrate small wins. <laughs> I am a big believer in celebrating small wins and big wins. Acknowledge and reward yourself 
each time you complete the desired behavior. This really reinforces that habit loop that we're looking for, and it builds those neural pathways that I've talked about a lot. This is so big, and it's important, if you remember from my last episode, that you record those things that were successful, because that is another form of reinforcement. Number six, habit stacking. (laughs) Notice how these are very similar. So practice habit stacking. Attach a new habit to an established old one, like after I blank, I will blank. So I talked about the plate in the sink thing. Let's give you another example of that. After dinner, I will play a game with my kids or have 10 minute quality time with them. Or after dinner, I will stretch for five minutes. So that would be the new habit. You notice how BJ Fogg and James Clear are really using the same kind of tactics, but talked about in different ways. Number seven, focus on identity. Adopt the identity of the person who already has the habit you desire. I really like this one. So if you want to become a runner, start seeing yourself as a runner and your actions will align more with that identity. This is really all about mindset. And that's why it's important to hang out with those people that we want to become and not those people that we don't want to become as much. So again, adopt the identity of the person who already has that habit that you want. In counseling, we call this acting as if. Act as if you're already that person. Act as if you're that leader. Act as if you're that podcaster. Act as if you're that amazing parent. It's hard to do because you often feel like an imposter, but it's really important to success. That actually reminds me of the scripture, I am the great I am. There's so much power in saying I am something instead of like, I might be, I could be. No, I am. You are spiritually creating this truth. There's so many layers on that that I would love to go into more and more, but not on today's episode. Number eight, implement environmental design. Yeah, what the heck does that mean? Well, I will tell you. Structure your environment to make the desired habit easier and more convenient. For instance, if you want to eat healthier, stock your fridge with healthy foods and keep unhealthy snacks out of sight. I know for a while after the holidays, I often freeze my treats because it's too hard to throw them away. But when they're in the garage, in the freezer, buried at the bottom, I really don't think about them too much. But when they're in a secret stash in my bedroom, you better believe I think about them. I would like to say I'm stronger than that, but I am human. Number nine, use a habit tracker. I have plenty of habit trackers. If you email me, I will send that to you. With my new website, I'm not exactly sure yet where they will be. So just ask for that and I will get that to you. Otherwise, there's several online. But monitoring your progress is crucial. There's also a lot of apps that you can use if you want phone reminders. I often try to stay away from my phone as a tool for so many things, but it can also be very helpful. It just depends on where you're at. So when you keep track of those habits visually, whether that's through an app or a journal or a calendar or some tracking sheet that you put up where you can see it, it really helps you stay accountable and motivated because you can see that consistent growth. And just like Duolingo that I'm using, when you see that streak and that building, you don't want to break that streak. There's that dopamine hit every time you get another day. Number 10, the last one, practice 
habit reflection. This is where you regularly review your habits and how effective they are. Reflect on what's working and what isn't and make adjustments accordingly. Adaptation is crucial in maintaining and improving habits over time. Again, remember what I talked about how, well, I gave you several suggestions in the last episode, but I have a Google sheet where I track my monthly wins. I do that at the end of every month, but in my planner, I do my daily wins and my weekly wins. And then it is very simple for me to thumb through those pages and put them in my Google sheet for 10 minutes at the end of the month. And I actually really enjoy that. That does not feel tedious because again, it's that dopamine hit like, oh yeah, those things were awesome. And here's a few sentences on why, which I also put in my Google sheet. Like, oh, I really loved this because I felt really connected to my teenager. Or, oh, I really love this because I felt stronger and healthier than I have during the previous holidays. You know what I mean? Without that, it's really hard to stay consistent and to feel the growth and the gains that come from it. Those are my 10 tips. Some of them were a little bit similar, but they were all very important and very helpful when you're trying to master new habits. I hope you enjoyed these little tidbits from two books that I love quite a bit. Check them out on Amazon because they're amazing or on Audible if you like to listen to books. Just in ending today, don't forget to sign up for that workshop like I mentioned a little bit ago. Check us out on our socials or in our new, well, it's not so new anymore, but but our personal development Facebook group for adults looking to improve their family lives through self-growth. That is free and you can sign up for that on the link. Otherwise, I'm on Instagram and many other places. Check us out on fulfillmenttherapy.org and sign up for the Costa Rican retreat. It is going to be amazing. And like I said, you've met many of the guests already and the tribe is phenomenal. You're not going to want to miss this. I promise. (laughs) Most especially, please sign up for that live workshop. I put so much time and effort into it, so I would love to see you there in that workshop. Again, sign up on fulfillmenttherapy.org. My friends, you have a fantastic first part of January. Maybe you're eager for your kids to get back to school. Maybe you are just recovering from the holidays. Whatever it is, I wish you the best in the remainder of this holiday season, especially as you contemplate what it is you want in 2024 and how you will master new habits and live more intentionally to create greater fulfillment for both you and your family. Have a beautiful day, my friends, and I'll see you back here soon. Hey friends, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, chances are someone else would too. Would you take 30 seconds to share this with a friend who's looking for greater family fulfillment? And while you're sharing, tell me what you think about the show by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. It refuels me when I hear this podcast is helping you. No matter what your house or your hair looks like. I'll meet you back here every Monday and Thursday morning for more episodes. Until then.